Up Conversations podcast. I'm your host, Melina Me. Each episode, I will bring on one guest host with me, and we'll go through a conversation, either one completely heavy topic or a completely silly topic. It can be a variety of topics about politics, all things happening in the world, social issues, mental health, well-being, uncensored personal stories, or life lessons. I hope you enjoy listening to this podcast, so let's get to it. Welcome to the fourth episode of In-Depth Conversation. It's Melina B here. I'm so excited to do the mental health topic for this episode, and I'm really excited more to do this with my very best friend and the second guest social of this podcast. It's Natalie. Hi, guys. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for being here. Um, so starting off, I wanted to do this with you because I know that we've both been through depression and anxiety, and... We've helped each other and we talked. Obviously, we're best friends. We've talked and we've seen each other go through a lot. Um, so I wanted to do this with you because the personal stories we're going to share, we know about. And we can relate and we can hopefully relate to someone else who's probably listening to this, listening to this right now. Um, so tell me, when did your depression start for you? So my depression started back in elementary school. Um, I had a very, very, very tough, uh, I guess, education, like like, sc- up, like school, like schooling, because I was picked on a lot throughout elementary school. Um, so from grade one through I would say seven, I was just bullied constantly, picked on. Um, just like basically a loner i had like i had no friends uh, i was always alone during recess so it was very it was very hard it was a very hard time for me and that's when my depression was really really high so and it only got worse and it got it got worse exactly it got worse yeah and so started the eating disorder so that that started the eating disorder actually started back in um in high school mm-hmm. in grade 10 um i started um faintly just to start eating very little and just like nibbling on my food and my mom would pack me lunch every day and i would always bring it back i had no appetite and i just didn't feel like you know just didn't feel like eating and i just felt really you know, I had I mean, I had really, really, really low self-esteem, and I just didn't like myself, and just eating didn't, you know, just didn't uh, feel, the- feel good, you know. I just didn't feel happy about food and about my body in, in general, and my body image was very, I, I felt really low, and I felt ugly and, you know, not pretty, and yeah, that's, that's about it. And what was the worst in that time? Um, it got worse, uh... Well, so after grade ten, it like started getting worse and worse and worse, and uh, to the point where I dropped down, um, like severely in weight, and I had to be hospitalized and fed through a feeding tube, which I had for a year, and then after a year passed, I got off it and I was fine again. And then, um, just, it just escalated. It was like a roller coaster. So I was fine for a, uh, a point and then I went down again. And then after just this past year, yeah. uh, I was hospitalized, uh, for my illness, uh, at uh, Toronto General for the 
eating disorder program and I was there for four months and they treated me for it and uh, I felt better after that so yeah but it was still a hard process in that it was months. a hard pro- process to go through because I was at, like I, in the beginning I was in denial I didn't want to accept that I had a problem and then just you know realizing that I was getting worse and not better I just wanted to get better and you know get better for not only for myself but for people around me and because I, I still want to I still wanted to be here and mm-hmm. have a future you know and you can't do that if you're not well and you're not mm-hmm. you don't take care of yourself so that's mm-hmm. and then when you came home how did you feel oh I felt I felt a lot better yeah. and uh, I, I, I was happy to be home and in my own bed and just with my family again and seeing them and just you know spending time with them and seeing my friends again mm-hmm. and you know yeah so and at, what was the process like afterwards like what were you going through it, it wasn't easy afterwards i mean getting I, out of that. yeah i mean i was you know i had some you know good days and bad days but i still had that like that worry that I was going to go back to my old ways and that, like, I was going to be, like, hospitalized again. But, I mean, I got the help I needed out after I finished the inpatient. I had RP after that, so I was still, you know, seek- I was still seeing help. Yeah. And they monitored my my weight, and we just talked about things, you know, like my food intake and how much I was eating. So I felt a little bit of, you know relief and you know comfort after that and I wasn't as scared as I you know was and they said it it was going to be okay so I felt better that's good and I'm glad that you're doing okay now thank you really glad thank Um, you so coming home now how do you feel right now to this right now this day uh this very day I feel good I mean I'm doing a lot better I'm feeling a lot stronger you know my spirit is up i mean it some again i still ha- i have good days and bad days i mean i still have worry about body image but i just take it you know day by day one step at a time and i try to do a lot of uh you know self care for myself to help like to make me feel better which includes like i do my nails um every once in a while i would i save my hair i would do my hair and just you know um getting into the bath and just doing um my feet in bath salt Mm -hmm. which is very you know relaxing which I enjoy and just you know relaxing with a good book also also helps in that sense and yeah that's good um so that's your self-care okay so let me ask you some questions now sure Melina um so when did you start uh your depression when did it start for you? Sorry. Um, so my depression started at 19, but I had very low self-esteem issues mm-hmm. prior. Um, so I was bullied a lot in elementary. Um, going into high school, I was very like timid and didn't trust as much. So I kept rotating groups of friends and till the friends that you see today that I've lasted for 10 years and I kept the very little group that I have close to me. Okay. And it was, you know, uh, it, to this day, I'm that person. I'm very, I'm still working on that. Mm-hmm. I'm very to myself. I don't sh- over, I 
tend to. If it's kind of out there, like whatever's happening right now with me, mm-hmm. then I'm gonna share. But if if it's not not if I feel something internally, I'm not gonna share it. I just take it inside and bottle it up, mm-hmm. and I completely <clears throat> ruin myself. Like it, it, it's like torture. Um. So I my depression started at nineteen. Um, so about that time, my mom had cancer. She was diagnosed when I was a senior in high school. So that was like a dive. I don't remember that time. It was like a flash. Mm -hmm. I was going through a lot. Um, so all I knew was that I needed to graduate high school and I went into the travel and tourism, um, course. Didn't really like it, but I was like, I'm going to get a job and then help my family out. That's all I cared about. Right. Did I like the course? Sure, but job-wise, it wasn't the greatest. I worked at the airport for some time. Didn't like it. Didn't like the competitiveness of it and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was really, like, unhappy, and I started feeling it. And then I quit, and I just stayed home to take care of my mom. I just, at that point, felt so bad about myself. Like, um, Like, I wasn't succeeding and I wasn't doing what the back of my head like I should mm-hmm. be doing like I should be doing more and, and I'm seeing all my friends and I love them they're doing such awesome things mm-hmm. they're going through university they're doing this they're doing their partying they're doing and I'm just stuck in a rut mm-hmm. you know and I just kept crumbling into myself and just went into a shell um and then I just kind of revolted back and started working and that kind of helped my spirits I started gaining more confidence and building myself a little bit mm-hmm. going through therapy I well last eight months ago was one of my worst times mm-hmm. in my life because I went through a lot of emotion and I didn't know how to deal with that mm-hmm. and a lot was happening and mm-hmm. I, it was I just took everything internally and I just blamed myself for a lot of stuff when I shouldn't have and I just took everything and um, I just crushed myself and I was like okay I need to not do this to myself I need to um, go to therapy I went I started doing therapy I'm better because I knew that I know in order for me to be better, I need to look at myself and be like, in order for me to help all my family and friends that I love, I can't be that person for them if I'm not okay. Mm-hmm. So I need to work a lot on myself. I need to do a lot of therapy. I needed to gain why I do such things and why I'm the way that I am and all this. I had to ask myself some questions and... Um, uh, Honestly, I think I'm the best version of myself now because I made decisions for my life then to cut people out. And I kept going back and forth if I should have, shouldn't have, or was I rude or whatever, I was mean about it. Mm -hmm. Then I was like, no, I did the best decision of my life because I saved myself the heartache, the pain. Yes, I went through it, but I I am much stronger now. Um, And I... I'm still working on myself, but oh my god, I'm 10 times so much better right now. 
than I ever have been. Like, I'm so healthy and I'm so in my mo- I'm my emotions and, like, I get to express how I'm feeling right now and how um, everything in my life is and how, mm-hmm. like, I- I'm just, like, in a happy place in my life at the moment. That's uh, great. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. That's a bit of my story, a little bit. <laughs> okay, and uh, what do you do? What do you do for yourself, or like self care? How do you treat yourself? Like, what do you do? Um, what I do to for self for yourself for self care, yeah. Um, just as we go get our nails done every two weeks, mm-hmm. I make that a priority because it's not only my girl time with you because we can end up talking and we can vent to each other and talk about what's going on, yeah. but. I can also feel my self-esteem go up. Good. I can feel good about myself. Good. I'm doing something good for myself. Good. And That's now that I'm also dating, yeah, um, now it's, like, good. Like, it's, I feel good. Like, um, I'm going out on dates and all this good stuff is happening. <laughs> and I feel good. Like, um... I've been in a really good place in my life. I write a lot. Some people don't like that. Like, I'm a person... I've always been a writer. Mm -hmm. And I always write down how I feel. And that's always how I express myself. And that's not stopped. And it's not gonna stop. So So that's um, the way I kind of cope with how I'm feeling. Um, Also, again, therapy, if... There's such a stigma against that. Like, to me, therapy is such a lifesaver. You get to just tell your everything rant to some yeah. complete stranger and they just listen to you, you just spill your that you get to and they just guides. give you such amazing uh, advice, advice to go and uh, guidance to what you should do mm-hmm. and like honestly it's such a lifesaver um medicine uh, medication like there's not there's a stigma against that like i don't like some people like it some people don't mm-hmm. um but i'm like you take anxiety I do, yeah, I do take medication for anxiety, and um, in my opinion, I think it's the best thing I've ever done. I mean, it's very, it helps me, it relaxes me, it makes me, it makes me okay with, like, because I do have anxiety when I have to deal with, like, public speaking. That's a very, yeah. very, very um, it, hard issue that I ha- I deal with for in, for my anxiety, and Ever since I've been taking the medication, it's been helping me. So I'm very lucky that I'm, mm-hmm. I'm on it, and yeah. And if anyone has um, anxiety and needs medication, yeah. I think it's yeah. Also, like um, just as medication. there's like physical, um, <laughs> physical examinations done like for your physical health like for women i don't know men do it mm-hmm. a year once a year there should be a mental health check-in once a year at the doctors like to check that everything's okay i mm-hmm. think that's important to have because some people are just undiagnosed and they don't know mm-hmm. and that's really not good it's dangerous because you could be having such severe thoughts in your head and it could be explosive and you're not be able to express them or say like mm-hmm. i think that's important i think that um just as you have sick days um when you're sick there should be like a mental health sick day like mm-hmm. if i have a panic attack there's no way i'm going to work the next day there's no way so there should be some rules i should have said a little bit about that on the, my 
previous podcast for the uh, federal election. But yeah, I think those things are important to have. Mm-hmm. Um, so what would you um, say to someone who's been in our situation? or? Um, I would say, um, I mean, seek help. I mean, if you are going through a bad like, if you're in a bad place, I mean, mental health, or if you have, like, anxiety or depression, you should seek help and, you know, find someone that you are comfortable to talk to or... Like, and there's nothing... Member. Also, there's nothing wrong with cutting certain negativity out of your life. If there's certain people in your life that are just bringing negativity around you and... It, making you your ma- making your mental health suffer there's nothing wrong with cutting them off from your life even if it's a family member i'm sorry but if they're not if they're causing you more grief and pain don't put them they can go they don't need to be in your life your physical mental health matters most being in you point, yeah. being alive matters most so just take that into consideration as well totally. um also um, take self-care, whatever your self-care is. We do our things differently. Reading a book, um, talking to someone that you, um, again, it's, it's like a, who do you talk to? It's someone who you can trust and who supports you and you know who loves you and cares for you and is just going to let you talk. That's important. And if it's a therapist, go for it. I keep endorsing therapists, but it's so true. Like, they literally just sit there and listen to whatever you have to say. And it's a complete stranger. So, like, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, um, So, do you want to read some of the statistics so we can... Sure. Yeah. It's estimated that 10 to 20% of Canadian youth are affected by mental uh, illness or disorder. The total number of 12 to 19-year-olds in Canada are at risk for developing depression is a staggering 3.2 million. Once depression is recognized, help can make a difference for 80% of people who are affected. About 1% of Canadians with, will experience bipolar disorder or manic depression. Great. Uh, by age 4, sorry... I'd say uh, by age 40, about 50% of the population will have or have had a mental illness. Um, anxiety disorders affect 5% of the household population. Suicide is one of the leading causes of death in both men and women from adolescence to middle age. And in, in Canada, only one out of five children who have mental health services for them. Thank you. Same thing. <laughs> no problem. It's okay. Don't worry. Um. So, what can I ask now? I guess what we're going through now. I guess we're in a good place in our lives at the moment. Yeah. I mean, we have yeah good days and bad days, but we do at still the have good moments. Yeah. At the current moment, I I am content, and I'm I, you know I'm hopefully I'm like I like uh, Melina said I, we do have our good days and bad. But we just have to stay positive and just um, just keep our support system close. And again, if we ever feel that anything, we should go and seek help or talk to somebody that we trust and, and, or love. And yeah. Yeah. Um, I also liked um, one thing that when I went to visit you at the 
the hospital. hospital. Mm-hmm. The I only got to see her at least four times because the visitations at the hospital were like, uh, can't do it with work and stuff. Um, I, the first time I remember coming in with your parents were there and then the priest. I'll never forget it because he was such a nice guy and mm-hmm. he blessed you. Mm-hmm. And it felt like I saw your face and you were like really happy and really like, I saw a glow in your face and I was like at that point because like I'm younger than you but I feel like I'm like older like like an older a, 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 like an older sister so mm-hmm. at that point I felt like you're good like you're taken care of I'm, you're at a okay. good, I'm in a good place which you're I was in a good, in a good place, place yeah and, like I know that you're gonna be okay from here on out yeah like I knew at that point yeah. because you had this glow in your face and your like eyes were sparkling and I was like Okay, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> so I was happy to see sign, that. Sigh of relief. <laughs> um, sigh of relief. Mm-hmm. So we helped each other a lot while we, well, with what everything we went through. Mm-hmm. I think, and we're we still helping each other through. Yeah, this everything day. that we're going through. Yeah, we, work we still together. talk about it, like when, when we can, when we're like, when we see each other, or even on the phone. Whatever we go through, we talk about it, and we try to help each other out, and yeah, you know, yeah, we're there for each other always always and yeah. i think that helped us a lot to get through our get through what we went through went because through. we had mm-hmm. each other exactly um so thank you for listening i know this might be a little bit heavy for some people but you know what i hope it helps you and i hope it helps someone that needs to listen to this um that's why i wanted to do this because i want a topic that we can some all relate to because this mm-hmm. is something that all of us some point have gone us, through or gone going through, through. going yeah. through or gone through yeah. or we know a family member or a friend has mm-hmm. gone through this mm-hmm. and we can relate to this and um i hope we can help and i would love for you to share um your stories your and your, your feedback mm-hmm. uh, and go i have a facebook page made of in-depth conversations podcast you can like that and you can uh, add your feedback and what you think and uh yeah, thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Natalie, for being here. And we can talk about these Thanks. kind of topics. And thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. Thanks, Melina. Thanks, guys. <laughs> well, have a good one. Have a good one. And I'll see you guys soon. Bye.